Hello and welcome to another edition of Colin on Cars, where we chat about all manner of things automotive. But here, down the south of KwaZulu-Natal, the famous sardine run is underway and some big shoals have been spotted near Port Edward. That brings with it the sardines, it brings gannets, it brings some spectacular dolphin sightings and whale sightings and is and an amazing event and the whole of the coastline is buzzing waiting for the main shoal to get further north heading towards Durban. But we've got a couple of things to talk about today and one of them is in stark contrast to global trends, Kia is keeping the sedan alive with the introduction of its new Pegas. Spelt P-E-G-A-S and pronounced like Vegas. And that will compete in the AB segment of the market. It's powered by a 1.4 litre engine and is going to appeal to fleet buyers who traditionally favour the sedan body shape and who still make up the vast majority of new vehicle purchases in South Africa every year. Opposition in the current market comes from the Bike D20 1.5 Fashion, the Suzuki Desire 1.2 GL, the Ford Figo 1.5 Ambiente, and the Honda Amaze 1.2 Comfort. Now, Ford has already said it's phasing out sedans and will stop manufacturing them. So it's an interesting position and trend. Now, the Pegasus is... 4,3 4,3 meters long, so it's one of the largest vehicles in the AB class, but is still fairly compact, 2.5 meter wheelbase, so there's ample cabin space front and rear, and a large boot. It's very well specced, and 1.4 liter engine is the latest generation of that multi-point injection petrol engine and it produces 69 kilowatts and maximum torque of 132 newton meters available in both five-speed manual and four-speed automatic it's going to be interesting to see exactly how and where sales of that move over time but moving on uh, boosting the gross domestic product of African countries by between 1% and 3% is an outcome the African Association of Automotive Manufacturers, AAAM, and the African Continental Free Trade Area, ACFTA, love these acronyms, are seeking by trying to fast track the rules of origin. And we applaud the African Union for launching the ACFTA in January this year. This is the largest free trade block in terms of participating countries and will provide the scale that is required for a globally competitive African automotive sector, says Dave Coffey, the CEO of AAAM. The political will is required to put significant policy reforms and trade facilitation measures in place to realise the benefit of the ACFTA. The Pan-African Auto Pact vision and how this can fast-track the development of the automotive sector in the context of the ACFTA will be 
needs to be examined and this needs insights into activities taking place on the continent to industrialize and grow the automotive factor. The rules of origin is one of the the major issues and in simplistic terms the rules of origin are a passport that ultimately enables goods to circulate free of duty within a free trade area such as the ACFTA as long as these goods qualify as originating within that free trade area. The rules define the criteria that must be met for a product to be considered and if you look in 2019 inter-African trade was a mere 15% compared to around 47% in America, 61% in Asia and 67% in Europe. But that could change radically now that the ACFTA is up and running. Once the agreement is fully implemented and the rules of origin are finalized, the gross domestic product of most African countries could increase by 1% to 3% once all tariffs are eliminated. The finalization of the agreement and the rules of origin with respect to automotive are vital to the realization of the AAAM vision of building a successful automotive ecosystem that will lead to a sustainable industry of scale that creates significant jobs while assisting in the industrialization of the automotive sector in Africa, says Mike Whitfield, who is president of the AAAM and managing director of Nissan Africa. Now, load shedding, the bane of South African life. Load shedding is going to continue, we know it's going to be here for years, and it's creating hassles for drivers on their daily commutes with additional traffic and more challenging road conditions. But there are some things that you can do, and as frustrating as it may be, load shedding is a reality, so get your car prepared. For regular drivers attempt to avoid areas experiencing outages during travel times with help of apps like google maps give yourself additional travel time so you avoid being pressurized while driving do not drive in the yellow lane while waiting in congestion at a traffic light it worsens the traffics for other motorists it makes it more dangerous to re-enter traffic later on and may incite anger from other drivers. While intersections should be treated as four-way stops, often this does not happen, making it necessary that you double-check every path that crosses yours before going. Take longer to cross than not cross at all. If you find it difficult to remain calm in congestion, find ways that can assist, like relaxing music. Listen to points people directing traffic and give them the respect they deserve for the help they're providing. If another driver is displaying reckless, selfish or questionable behaviour, rather ignore them and move out of their way than get upset and intervene. This is a reality. We have to deal with it. That's it for this edition. Be safe out there. Wear a mask. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.